What's up, everybody? Sure wish I had a, an event to go to. Something like Freight Waves Live Atlanta. Should have been packing my bags this weekend, right? Huffing in the car, heading down to the dirty south, but... Banned! Going outside, banned! Shaking your hands, banned! All banned, not banned, all banned! Can't do it, right? Well, ha! Ah, we got another plan for you. Freightways Live at home. It's coming to you from the comfort of your home, May 5th through 7th, and you know what? getting pretty comfortable here. I can't go outside, but I can stay inside. Keep the dog at my feet. Keep your dog at your feet. Enjoy the show. We'll be having the tough conversations with some of the biggest business leaders in the world in shipping and logistics. These are tough times, man. Scary times indeed, and this show couldn't be coming at a better time. May 5th through 7th, Freight Waves Live at home. Go to FreightWaves.com. Register there. We even got a Slack channel for you guys. We got networking figured out. We're going to be doing what's the truck from there. Put that coffee down. Great quarter, guys. Fireside chats, waveside chats, Skype-side chats, all different types of chats. Talking to everybody in business and logistics. Getting you the answers that you need. Freightways.com. Freightways live at home, 8th, 5th through 7th. All day. All day. Every day. See you there. Virtually. Virtually. It's virtually impossible, right? No, it's not. We're going to do But wait. There's more. Did I mention? It's free! Waves Live at Home Week, the grandest stage of them all, and ironically, Freightwaves Live at Home, but here I am. Yeah, back in the house, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dooners in the house, and whoa, Nelly, what a momentous occasion, Freightwaves yeah. Live. The big game at the end of the season. That's right. Uh, business with no off-season. It's three days of peak season. The granddaddy of them all. A huge event. A three-day knowledge fest. Taking your knowledge out to the woodshed. A watershed event. At the Big Kahuna. The final countdown. An excuse to eat nachos. <laughs> Woodstock with mouses. An excuse to eat nachos. <laughs> a party in pixels. Coachella in a 53-foot container. <laughs> Men in tights. An excuse to eat nachos. <laughs> Men in tights. The festival of freight is the showcase of the immortals. The virtual event to define our industry. That's right. Freight waves live at home. That's right. Are you ready to freight wave? Uh, live from your bedroom. It's freight waves live at home. Join us May 5th through 7th to experience the virtual event to define freight tech, to, uh, to define supply chain, to define logistics. So far, 2020, highly unpredictable, right? Black Swan events, coronavirus pandemic. This is coming at the perfect time to be having these conversations, and we're going to be having them for free. And you know what? You don't even need to get dressed. No, Well, you are wearing pants today. Yes. Thank goodness. Hey, let's show our sponsors some love, Dooner. What do you say? Yeah, sure. Uh, this month's What the Truck is sponsored by HubTech. HubTech just launched Tabby, a new task automation bot that helps you 
Focus on what matters. To learn more, tell him, Vincent. Oh, my goodness. Where are we going here? It's not here. Just go to visit HubTech.com. Yeah, That's Hubtech. where you're going to go. There it is. Sorry about that. Lost my face. <laughs> Oh, man, all right, we warned about this one before, and, and it was only a matter of time before these hit our shores. Inferior mass hit U.S. supply chain. Regulators and U.S. officials are seeing a disturbing trend amongst medical mass imports. Many of the purported N95 masks that have been tested are coming up counterfeit. In, uh, in fact, MSN News reports that recent tests by the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health found that, get this, 60%, 60% of these 67 different types of masks that they tested allowed in more particles than that. The N95, if you're not familiar, in N95 stands for blocking out 95%, 95% of particles. 95% yes. of the particles, right. And the packaging, you know, the packaging is, uh, I guess, is, is is quite good with familiar names and logos, even has a fake FDA logo on, the, on, the, on it as well. And unbelievable. But, you know, many of them had, uh, what did they, block out less than 35% of the particles and some of them uh, less than 15 percent of the particles when it's supposed to be at 95 so not good right so now they're concerned that millions of these inferior masks have penetrated into the medical front line yeah which is not good uh, they spoke back in my neck of the woods lawrence general hospital in massachusetts said it had distributed part of the batch of these chinese made masks using ear loops from its stock before seeing an alert that the masks weren't up to the standard now ear loops it seems like that's something they should have but i guess the high-end medical grade ones actually also have a headband that secures it to your head according to one nurse of the hospital she had about three she says about three quarters of her colleagues were wearing these these masks thinking they were protected. Yeah, so they weren't even they weren't even protected. Wow. And so, you know, uh, MIT lab tested more than 40 of these masks in in the stockpile, right? And and, and they found that only a third performed comparable to the uh, certified N95s. Only a third. So 66% or so are exposed to some or you know, to a, a much greater degree. 15% of the particles on some of these dooner no, and not, that's not good. That's terrible. And they're saying that these have these have made it actually inside of hospitals, especially as as you mentioned, those stockpiles are running low. Right. So people are looking for donations and stuff. So inadvertently, all of these all these uh, counterfeit masks are getting commingled with what everyone else is using, and that I don't know. You got to check your morals at the door if you're the one selling those things. Yeah, that's that's really that's not good news. Another ELD provider logs its last mile. When the electronic logging device mandate went into effect, there was more than 250 companies that self-registered their devices for compliance. Most expected that number to shrink over time, and it has. The latest company to abandon its ELD program is Continental. The company announced that it has stopped sales of its Roadlog product line. It will continue to support current customers through August 14, 2020. The company said and provide transitional assistance to other providers. Yeah, that's right. And the company said in a statement that unfortunately, due to unforeseen market conditions and the dynamic requirements of the ELD business, we have made the difficult decision to discontinue the Roadlog product line effective May 1st, 2020. Uh, Continental will no longer sell Roadlog ELD devices or, or new subscriptions to the Roadlog uh, office services for the following four months, ending August 14th, 2020. Continental will continue to provide existing Roadlog customers with access to the Roadlog office uh, services with technical support related to their devices and services. So. Yeah, and they're recommending users switch over to the Keep Trucking ELD. They're sending their information over there. So I imagine, uh, depending on how quick they shut their doors, you're going to want to go check out with Keep yeah. Trucking. Yeah, make uh, the switch over quickly. Here's an interesting. Trucking academies are seeing a 
demand surge during coronavirus. A lot of applicants coming in. This is something I think we were going to survey about to see how many how many applicants th- there were because we were hearing about DMVs closing and whatnot, but you also see a lot of unemployment with that lure people to the trucking space. Well, officials at the 160 Driving Academy said demand for commercial driver's license training has remained strong during the pandemic. Steve Gold, he's the founder over at 160 Driving Academy. He told FreightWaves that we have a number of students coming to our school through the unemployment office looking for new vocational training or they're looking to enter a new career and they want to choose truck driving. Yeah, they're looking, I, I guess, the, the unemployment uh, reaching not, uh, 19% is what he uh, you know, went on to say. It was just a big number, and there are going to be a lot of people who are going to be looking for trucking jobs. I mean, they're, they're looking for a new job. They're not going to be going back into what they were doing before. There's a shutdown. You got freight levels starting to pick up a little bit right now, which is a good thing. But uh, yeah, definitely driven by that. And other trucking schools across the country are reporting a surge in interest as well, Dooner. Yeah, the shutdown of state driver's licensing uh, agencies across the U.S. in response to the coronavirus crisis, as well as social distancing rules, have hampered some CDL academies' ability to train new drivers. But with things like construction coming online more slowly, people are just seeking out this new line of line of work. Yeah, they are. And Gold said, you know, the freight industry could rebound by late summer, and I, I think he's exactly right. It could be. We could, we don't know how that rebound's going to be, but it's definitely coming back online. And two to three months from now, the automotive industry is back online. Food processing pl- processing plants are turned back. On and shipments from Asia start to come back into our ports, which we're seeing a little bit of an uptick or a pretty decent uptick on that right now. So, you know, the industry can absorb a lot of drivers because they're going to be constant and consistent need for them as we come back online. Absolutely. Let's have uh, Zach Strickland come up now. We uh, we haven't had market experts on in a couple weeks since I've been remote. Now yeah. we're back in studio. It's time to reconnect with all of you. This Eric Serta, by the way, he said, present, ready to learn. Jake McLeod said, what's up, guys? Looking forward to a new week. So are we, huge week for us here at Freightways Live at Home. This is going to be a shortened show because we have to get right back to work on that after we get off the air at 1230. Yeah. Gwen Carlson says, looking to make connections and a difference in this new frontier for supply chain and logistics. Feel free to connect with her on LinkedIn. Go for it, boys. Uh, Misra Durek, she says, I think this period will be a rebirth of trucking. So interesting times indeed. Maybe some new blood entering the fold. Yeah. Zach, thank you for joining us. Hey, Dooner. Good to see you. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, man? Your chart of the week, always a big hit on FreightWaves.com. Tell us what's going on in Freight Flows today. Yeah, so, you know, one of the things that we've been watching, and I've been on uh, Vincent's show, of course, Freight Forecasting, talking about this specific topic about how we're watching the maritime shipments come across the ocean from China. Uh, you know, that trough that deepens every year uh, or that occurs every year right after Chinese New Year. Uh, these are shipments coming across from China that hit the ports of Los Angeles, Long Beach mainly, but they also hit other ports across the country. Uh, but we really have been paying attention to the Chinese ones, obviously, because of the Wuhan, uh, the virus, the coronavirus impact there. Uh, volumes dropped off significantly. They hit a trough about 60% lower uh, than they did this time last year during the Chinese New Year period. So we can assume that the coronavirus obviously shut down a lot of production in the, uh, the factories over there. And we were concerned at the time that, you know, hey, all this supply of these goods and products that are not going to be available is really going to impact freight. Well, it turns out the demand side showed up in late March. And so we thought, all right, maybe it's going to be a longer trough than we expected. Well, that turns out not to necessarily be the case as volumes or shipment volumes have increased above where they were in February uh, so far in uh, late April. You know what? You do a show with... With Zach. And the gauntlet was thrown down a couple weeks ago, right? Craig Fuller came on the coronavirus freight market update, and he looked Zach Strickland in the eye, and he said, Zach, 
I'm going to take you down. I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you what's going <laughs> yeah. on in this freight market. That's I right. see an upswing. W- what happened there? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so uh, Craig, uh, the eternal optimist, is going at 9300 for the out- outbound tender volumes by, uh, by May 15th, I believe it is. And Zach took the under. So mm. uh, I'm kind of leaning towards Craig's side of things. Oh. <laughs> uh, I-, I like to be optimistic, and I hope that it's right. But I, I think it is true. I think it'll hit 9300 I think it might hit it before the 15th. But I'm interested, Zach, on this on these imports. Um, this kind of goes against you, right? This is this supports Craig's, or are we seeing uh, lagged orders come in? And there's other data we need to be looking at, brother. Yeah, no, as usual, you know, all is not as it seems, especially in these times. Uh, this volume does not necessarily translate immediately to truckload volume. Uh, they have to go in and they transload into warehouses and they sit for a period of time before they really translate to any long-haul trucking, uh, which is what we're measuring with the outbound tender volume uh, index largely. Um, the concern here is that a lot of these orders were placed amidst the, the panic buying uh, right before, you know, a lot of businesses were shuttered. Uh, you know, the, the shelter-at-home orders were really hitting hard. So really, you know, we can make some of this as kind of a panic buying lag on the maritime side, but there is some positive news in here because I am pulling for Craig in this in this debate. Uh, I don't want to be right, uh, yeah. but there is some positive indication that a lot of these goods are actually on the industrial side of the economy. Manufacturing, durable goods are driving a lot of the volumes coming across the ocean there, uh, whereas retail goods, electronics are actually still uh, considerably lower than they were this time uh, a few months ago. So you think industry was really kind of planning for this uh, couple few weeks, uh, maybe five, six weeks, and then we're up and running and they're, and they're, and they're ordering these things, bring them in, hoping, hoping, that, hoping that this opening up and everything is successful? Yeah, I, I think we're seeing a little bit of a, you know, kind of this influence of, hey, we need to get these orders in now as everything's kind of shutting down just to make sure that we have enough inventory uh, to start production when we can. Uh, so there could be a little bit of a stair-step effect here as we get this initial surge, this initial push, and we're already seeing signs of, you know, maybe things are kind of, you know, falling a little bit off of their peak. Uh, but again, you know, time will tell to, to that extent, to what extent that actually happens. Um, I, I personally am still a little bit hesitant to call it like a full-on recovery. 9,300 on OTVI is not the, the freight market recovery that everybody's hoping for. Um, that's still well below year-over-year levels. You're still talking about a 4 or 5% year-over-year down on that side. You know, the maritime side is a good thing to look at in terms of, all right, here's the potential volume that we should be moving. So that means that these inventories, when everybody does start to really, uh, you know, ship more freight across the country, that means that it will be available. But I'm, it's still too early to call whether or not this is going to translate into real significant recovery volumes uh, here in the next few weeks or so. All right, enough prognostication. Let's get down to business here. <laughs> what are you doing to train? Whenever a, a great football team has to play the, the Tom Brady's of the world, you've got to have the backup quarterback pretend to be the other team's quarterback. I used to do Lincoln-Douglas debate. You'd have to do mock debates, and you get the biggest debate bulldog in the room to go against. So who is your mock Craig Fuller? Oh, I, I I don't I don't need one. Uh, but Vincent Vincent actually does supply me with oh, some good. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he supplies me with some good heat when I need it. Uh, whenever I need to go argue with somebody, it's definitely he's my he's my number one go to guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring I'll bring the hate and the argument anytime, man. Just, Absolutely, just dial me up. 
Well, Zach, <laughs> good luck at the event. Are you doing anything else at this one? I know you got some Freightways Nows from on there. Yeah, we're doing the Freightways Nows, and of course, me and JP will make an on-the-spot appearance, uh, I believe, sometime around midday Wednesday. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Now we'll take someone who maybe who could be a, a fill-in at times for Craig Fuller. It's Kevin Hill. Yeah, Kevin right? Hill. Craig Fuller's body double in crime over here. He's going to be doing plenty of stuff at Freightways Live at home, too. We're super excited about, about that event coming up. He's going to, um, we'll, we'll, he, he and I personally will doing a put that coffee down from there. You guys will be doing put put that coffee down. From, yeah, uh, right. That's George Abernathy. Great. George Abernathy. By the yeah. way, George is going to be the moderator of the great freight debate he between is. Strickland and Fuller. He is. He is, and many people don't know. I mean, this debate's been going on since wow, since you were what fourteen years old, I think. Oh wow, somewhere around there. I mean, they, they've been. They've been arguing for a long, long time. Not all about freight, though. No. No, through <laughs> primary school and everything, oh, though, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, they've, they've had a lot to... Uh... <laughs> yeah, they've been, uh, they know each other well. Well, joining us now, it's Kevin Hill. Hey, Kevin Hill. What's up, man? Good, Dooner. How are you doing today? <laughs> we're, you ready we're doing for... good. We're, this is our go-home show right before Freight Waves Live at Home, the event that was, uh, was supposed... We should have all been driving down to Atlanta today. The pandemic hits. We pivot, and now we are taking this opportunity to create the event to define our industry. What will you be doing over at that event? I will be doing Great Quarter Guys tomorrow with Ben Gordon, uh, and we will be doing Put That Coffee Down on Wednesday, I believe. Yes, right with there. George Abernathy. And we'll be talking about what, Kevin? We will be talking about virtual conferences and driving sales to, through uh, virtual conferencing, virtual networking at conferencing. So it's a big experiment, not only for the next three days, but for the rest of the year as travel, you know, basically companies are, are, are cutting back on travel bans. So we'll, we will be talking to a rainmaker himself, George Abernathy, and getting his, his thoughts on how to drive sales in virtual events. It also looks like you're hosting one on bots and robotic process automation technology impacts on the industry. What's that going to be all about? Uh, yeah, so basically I, I talked to Alfonso at, uh, at, at Lean Tech, and we're, we talk about RPAs or RPGs. I, I can never remember which one it is, uh, but RPAs and, and robotics and really automating lo- the logistics process. So we, we go in depth into that and, and how outsourcing and, and automating workflows can make your logistics company more efficient. Yeah, I think already a hot topic. I think it's going to be even more uh, a bigger growth now and more accelerated now after the pandemic, I would imagine. That's going to be really interesting stuff. I can't wait to see that. Now, Kevin, your group does a lot of research over here at FreightWaves. What kind of uh, any, any new research or any new surprises you are holding off on until FreightWaves Live? Maybe you'll unveil it on something like Great Quarter, guys? Oh, we might. We just published uh, a paper that uh, we'll get out there on, on credit risk and customer credit risk. Uh, we have an economy that GDP is probably going to default quite dramatically in the second quarter. There's a lot of uh, emergency small business loans out there, but... If you're a logistics company, you know whether you're a freight brokerage or uh, asset-based carrier, uh, credit risk on your customers is always is always out there front of mind, but no no more so than than right now. So we have that, and also liquidity in, in the trucking markets too. So that report is just out, and we'll be promoting that tomorrow on Great Quarter Guys. What's your prediction for the rest of the week? It's a, it's a murky time indeed. A prediction for the rest of the week? Yeah, how do you think it's going to go? How do you think Freightways Live at Home will, will go, Oh, I Kevin? think it's going to go phenomenal. 
Uh, these guys have been working really hard getting all the tech technical details in place to be able to live stream. And uh, I, I think they've been working 14 days, 15 days straight. We're all ready to go. Uh, we have the control room back there, and it's going to be an exciting event, pumped out, streaming with, with great guests and, and just a phenomenal lineup. It's going to be badass, Kevin, is what it's going to be. That's what you meant to say. It's it going is. to be bad. It is. I was looking for, for something right? other than great because he's great too much. <laughs> badass would badass, be the appropriate right? term. Bad. Whoa, Nelly. No, but, you know, Dooner, the, the uh, Slack channel is, is already alive with, with people chatting and, and talking about they can't wait for it to come up. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that in Big Deal, Little Deal, too. We'll yeah. talk all about that Slack channel, all the networking opportunities. Kevin mentioned it. Put that coffee down. We'll be talking about networking virtually. It's something that a lot of us have got to get better at now. You know, it's, it's, it's oh, the yeah. new normal, as we all say. Although it absolutely it, is. As you and I noticed, noted before we went on air, it's almost like the... The good weather has made it really hard to contain people. This weekend, there was just people flocked out everywhere. I'm not in that, that wave with them, I guess. But you know what? I, all the people yeah. being out, it, I guess we'll find out one way or another now, right? In, in a couple of weeks, if there's a huge spike in infections, well, maybe we got to be locked down longer. And if not, then I, I guess it's safe to come out. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I saw it this weekend. I, I saw it around around where I live this weekend. The weather was was excellent, and people were out like crazy. I saw a couple places, a couple homes that had pool parties going on, five, six, seven, eight, ten cars out front, that type of stuff, which I'm not advocating. I didn't do it. But yeah, people are, they're like, oh, we're bored with this. Let's go out since restrictions are out. And so, yeah, we're going to find out real quick. I think we're going to find out real quick if there's going to be a resurgence. Yeah. If it's a and big hopefully deal, there won't be. Or a little deal. Oh, that's not it. <laughs> no, but it's good. There we go. That's a good one. All right, Freight Waves Live at Home. This is a big deal or little deal, right? <laughs> Second week in a row. We are the guest co hosts of this show. Yes. Although Emily did show up midway through last time, but today it's just you and I, my friend. And That's it. First question I'll read to you. It's Freightways Live at home. It's uh, It will still be featuring rapid-fire demonstrations at Freightways events for known for giving companies across the industry a chance to showcase their most innovative products in a fast and fun environment. Big deal or little deal? It's a huge deal. It, it is a huge deal. Uh, you know, it's a it's a possibility of a wave of the future for more and more of these type of virtual events. You know, we everybody to, is virtual event. Our virtual events going to be the wave of the future. I think uh, not everything is going to change to virtual events, but this is going to be it because it is well produced. These people are working hard. They're I mean, 14, 15, 16 days straight just working to put this thing together. And uh, yeah, it's going to be badass. It's a huge deal. Yeah, you think it would be easier because it's virtual, but not necessarily. Maybe. You're connecting a lot of people from all over the world, and you're, you're doing a lot of the logistics that you know, the, the airlines of the world would be doing and the Ubers of the world by putting all these voices into one room, this room being at home, your home. I've, I think it's a big deal, too. I've had a lot of people reach out talking about how our demo is going to translate online, right? How is that going to work in a virtual environment? And part of the reason it's going to work and, and the early returns that we're seeing look great is because uh, it's that seven-minute time length, right? You can't just go and give a 30-minute pitch commercial. You can't just throw a bunch of corporate buzzwords. You have, to, you have to solve a problem. You have to present a solution with your program. I know a lot of people in the comments section have asked uh, how we're going to translate these things, and I think that what we have in store for you is Blockbuster, especially with that networking channel. Yeah, the networking channel is going to be unbelievable. So uh, whoever said that you can't network from home, dead wrong, Dooner. Just yeah. because you can't shake hands under the same roof doesn't mean you can't network and share ideas, right? And during Freight Waves Live at Home, that's it, the Slack channel. And it's already a buzz right now. 
Yeah. I mean, we, we started inviting some people into it, uh, I think it was last Friday, last Thursday. It's covered up this morning. Just can't wait for it to start. Can't wait for it to start. It, it, it's beautiful. And you can go directly to private channels within there, right? So once you're, when you're watching these, these, uh, these demos, et cetera, you can go back in. You can go directly to that person, have private chats directly through those people. So this, uh, you know, I don't want to give away the correct answer, Dooner, but big deal or little deal. The freightways, the virtual slacking. I yeah. think that it's a. I think it's a huge deal. You know, I hadn't used Slack up until about two years ago, and once I did, I got addicted to it. Now I'm actually. It's made me terrible at email. I hate getting emailed. Don't email me, people out there. Don't email me. Get get me on Slack. Get me on LinkedIn. Get me anywhere but email, because like I just have like thousands in that red dot thing. It's so easy to get lost. Things get filtered, but Slack is great because you can create these communication pockets and if you go into our slack channel which as you mentioned you can you can sign up for now you can see all the different rooms in there but you can go into these demo rooms you can start creating these conversations and you can be the first names in there so if you like right now sign up you can start posting comments right away i think in most of these groups absolutely they've been posting them uh, this morning so yeah get in there right now and yeah definitely big deal a huge deal all right, well, we mentioned it, Chattanooga, it's reopening, Walnut Street Bridge, the River Park, other parks, the South is sort of being the, uh, I guess the, inc- I don't want to say incubator because of a virus, but I guess in a way it is, it's going to be the litmus test, big deal or little deal? Uh, yeah, it's a big deal, it's a very big deal. Yeah. I, I hope it's very, very successful. I, I'm, I'm sick of it. I think everybody's sick of it, but you want to be cautious as well, right? We want the economy open. We want people back to work. We want to get out there and, and engage with the, the community. We're social beings. Uh, some of us, like myself, less than others, but admittedly. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like having the option of not going to see you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least it's an option, right? It's my choice that I don't want to <laughs> socialize. Yeah. But it's a huge deal, Dooner. It's a really huge deal because are people going to follow the national – the, the, the steps, you know, as, as we do this a little bit at a time or just full on, boom, it's over. Forget about it. Let's just go for it. And that's kind of what I witnessed a little bit of. Yeah, it was, you know, I had a, I had a, a range of emotions. Like I was doing radio over the weekend and I'm, I'm seeing everybody out and about. And I'm also knowing how hard we're working in the background to put on a virtual event, Freightways Live, because of this pandemic. And you're doing it to keep people safe. But there's a lot of people who just seem, uh, they're not even, like, not even protesting. Protesting, I think, is a bad weather thing. When it's good weather, they don't even bother carrying a sign. You just go straight to the, the beach or, Congregate wherever. I mean, I, protesting I, with their actions, just going I do to do hope, it. Yeah, I hope if infections don't go up. There's some more networking opportunities going on at this event. One of the other ones is this uh, icebreakers. They're sponsored by Load. Load. Sure. So these spot at these icebreakers, and I think I'm going to be a part of a lot of these. So if you want to talk to me after the oh, show, cool we'll recap afterwards. You'll probably stop by. All sorts of freightways people will stop by. But it's on Slack, Zoom, WebEx. Uh, they're all well and good, but they never seem to fully scratch the real world itch, do they? Of just getting that networking down. Now you can't shake hands because of the mandate, right. but you can still make plenty of friends online and virtually. And actually, I've seen a explosion in just content creation and just people getting better and better of reaching out on LinkedIn. And I think it, it's a byproduct of people being lonely, but also, you know, realizing the tech is here. Now they can leverage it. And that's what we're going to be doing during this event with the Slack channels and with uh, these icebreakers with Loadshare. Yeah, that's that's really going to be awesome. And uh, you're, you're, you're exactly right with the, the with what we've been doing and trying to social and, and network virtually. The content has been fabulous. And you guys have talked about on Put That Coffee Down quite a number of times and given some really good tips on videos and how to engage virtually through LinkedIn and other social media, et cetera. And so, hey, here it is. Put it to test. It works. Yeah. 
And we, we have we have a bunch of things you and I are doing together there. We've got what what the trucks every day. We're kind of emceeing between segments, yeah. trying to bring it all together. If you had to step away, if you had to go microwave those nachos. <laughs> now, when you are you this lazy? Do you microwave the nachos or do you put them in the oven? No, I oven. Yeah, you got it. Unless I do. You're like, you're I, that lazy. Yeah, no, I don't. I'm not lazy. Are we missing that we got we got so many office I've got speakers an oven right here? Down I mean, here underneath the desk for us. Go to freightwaveslive.com, click on events, register for that Slack channel. You're gonna look at you're gonna look at the, this awesome agenda that we have set up. And the coolest thing about this is that we're really gonna raise the bar. So if you are just curious about what Freightwave is gonna do, because you've been in our in-person events, just wait and see what we have in store for you virtually. Oh yeah, it's gonna be amazing. It it free. Register, go. You don't have to get dressed. It's gonna be badass. And and you're, you're going to see what FreightWave is all about, which is bringing the knowledge. Bringing the knowledge to the people. Amen. Live, free, right. virtually. Let's take them out. We'll catch you guys during the week at the next at the next What the Truck. I think we're kicking it right off at 9 in the morning, right? 9 in the morning, everything's scheduled off on the agenda. We got the opening message. It's going to be myself, Emily Zink, Craig Fuller, telling you how we're going to kick your ass. Uh, Ron Klain, <laughs> he's the Ebola czar. He's going to break down how these these situations and these pandemics work. Freight Waves Now, you saw Zach Strickland up here. See him again tomorrow. Company demos. Get to be seeing a nice block of those. There's, there should be about three. Then at ten thirty, you got great quarter guys. Shelly Simpson, she always brings it to. She always, she always is able to crystallize and distill what's yeah, been going she down. Does an in this excellent industry. job. That's going to be a good one. I, I never miss it when she's speaking. I'm listening. But look, every good story, and we are, I'm on the media side, on the journalism side, but every single story starts and ends in Sonar, and Sonar's story continues on tomorrow with Sonar 6.0 at 1130. I know that you'll be driving that behind the scenes. Yes, so I will. It's keep up with that stuff. firepower. You're going to love it. <laughs> any teasers, any, any hints beforehand? Mm, it, uh, it's all for the show. There's some really good, uh, really good customizable uh, uh, features within there. Some really good. Uh, it just, it's badass. Trust me. I, I really, I, I'll start talking way too much. I get geeked out over it, and I'm going to give it away. I'm okay. not going to do that. All right. Well, I'll hold you. I'll hold you to it afterwards. Uh, Trust way, me, you don't want to miss it. Tony Anderson and Sitranjay Sandu. They both say good afternoon. Thanks for joining us today. Hopefully, you'll join us again tomorrow when uh, we also have what the truck at noon. So lunch with us. Great we time. Do. The rest of the day. Yeah. How shippers and carriers can future proof their business. You got a keynote with Doug Wagner, is the chairman and CEO at Echo Global Logistics. He's going to be talking with Craig Fuller. More company demos. More fireside chats. All the chats. Skype side chats. Fireside chats. Waterside chats. Big <laughs> screen side chats. Big screen side chats. Badass chats. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us today on this episode of What the Truck. Let's bring you home. You can follow me at Timothy Dooner. You can follow him at Vincent the Dude. Keep the conversation going with us live, free, virtually on that Slack channel. Freightway is live at home. That's the camera that I'll be looking at tomorrow. You'll be looking at me. We'll have a good time. We'll see you there. Amen. I can't wait. Let's go.